back up just a tad, cover some ground. Uh, I hurriedly attempted to cover at least this part of it uh, Sunday. And the emphasis that seems to be just pushing in me is to do with uh, current times we're living in, and that's, it's been that way for a while. Uh, before we get into the Word tonight, I just want us to pray and uh, we just need a personal individual desire to really search and learn the depths of God's word every one of us Amen. and the more we do that the more prepared we will be in the really is to resist I'm telling you I'm seeing people fold up almost daily anymore to the powers that be that are going on. I'll, I'll relate a little bit more on that in a little bit. But let's pray tonight. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just come tonight and we just give you praise and thanks tonight, Lord, that we're even able to be here. We thank you for the opportunity that we're granted to live at this present time in a, a free nation that we can openly come and worship you and help us, God, to not take that for granted. Help us to take it in the preciousness that it is Help us to realize what a wonderful privilege that we do have. And help us to take every possible part of anything we can learn or gain or grasp when we come to these church services, God, that we take it and we, we apply it to our lives and we let it work in us and work through us. That others may see. Father, tonight I just pray the anointing, Lord, in this place that, that people here, God, would receive and be more enabled to resist this ever-present and growing evil society that's all around us, uh, that we persevere, that we endure, that we will be able to endure to the end. And your word says those that endure to the end shall be saved. And Lord, tonight we receive that. We just give you praise and thank you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. <clears throat> the book of Ephesians this has been some familiar territory of late and uh, I believe Tanner touched on it recently and I've touched on it here touched on it actually again Sunday morning uh Partially so. Uh, I just want to start with chapter 4. And I'm further impressed to say this, and, and those of you that's here a lot of the time, you'll recognize this when I say it. Sometimes you hear scriptures, sometimes you hear sections of the word repeated often. There may be a comeback on them for further in-depth in learning uh, that may be mentioned. I don't believe you can ever hear too much of the Word of God. Amen. And it's not that we try to layer and layer and layer and layer for the lack of anything else to have to talk to you about because this Bible is full of more than I can ever begin to talk to you about in 50,000 lifetimes. Uh, but the, the emphasis of the Holy Spirit is on these things that we've been sharing with this church for quite some time and I'll go back to the standard platform of, of uh, preparation preparation again that's what it's about we're preparing for somewhere that's coming you know, somewhere in time that's coming uh, hopefully everybody here is ready Amen. if you're not it's simply accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior placing your faith in him asking him to forgive you of your sins and he will uh, that changes everything. That changes your life here on this earth. That certainly changes your eternity, Amen. destination. And that that may be so. Well, you know, we know that people go to church. They don't wouldn't go to church if they didn't know the Lord. Oh yeah, let me let me beg to differ with you. Yeah. There's people that go to church all the time that don't know Jesus. And that's why many things are repeated here. Uh, they're emphasized <clears throat> sometimes maybe to what you might think is overwhelming proportions. But it's to drive it home. It's to get, you know, uh, any training that you undergo that's worth anything, most of it has to do with repetition. you got to develop muscle memory, so to speak. 
Well, you got to develop spiritual memory. You got to develop spiritual ability. And you do that by, there's just very few ways you do that. One of them is by reading and knowing, searching, studying the word. Prayer is another one. And I believe praise and worship is an essential part of it. All of them go together. If you're weak in any of those areas, let me urge you tonight, strengthen yourself because we all have the ability to strengthen ourselves in any of these particular areas. If you pray a little, pray more. If you never praise, begin. If you don't know what real worship is, step in. God will show you. When you glorify His name and lift Him up, that's the beginning of worship. And He'll take you from there. Uh, open your Bibles up. I was talking to somebody the other day. And, no, it's today. Another minister, actually. He said he'd just give his church a little test. And he asked, and, and some here don't feel bad if you don't know the answer to this, but this is people that's been in church for years, and he simply put a little question before him, and he said, uh, uh, who was it that picked up the gates of the city on his shoulders and tore the gates loose where he could walk out? in the Old Testament. Who was the most powerful man in the Old Testament? Samson. Real simple answer. He said nobody could answer it. That kind of sparked the thought of me. Wait a minute. How much more in the Word of God do people not know? If we don't know God's Word, man, we are beat to start with. Because what is this? It's our sword. It's our weapon. Right here. This is it. So I urge you, uh, get into God's Word. You don't have to read volumes at a time. Get into it and, and, and let it work on you. Let it work in your life. Let it work in your relationship. Let it, let it work in parenting of your children, your, whatever, your job. You think the Word of God can work in your job? Absolutely. Uh, it changes things. So let's look here in, in chapter 4 in... Uh, it's it's uh it's deep because it talks about some things that uh, at least this particular section I'm getting ready to give you talks about some things and it uses particular terms phrases and I want to look at those tonight because again a lot of times we read over scriptures and we never really give any attempt to identify or to kind of break it down dissect it if that's what I call it often dissect the scriptures. Uh, we all went to school at some point. Probably most everybody in here dissected something, right? <laughs> even though you might not have wanted to, even though it was yucky. And well, The Word of God's not yucky, let me say that first. But the more you dissect it and take it apart and look, the better off you're going to be. The more you'll know about God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, uh, things of the world, how we're supposed to live our life. And I think that's the failing thing in the day we're living in. If people don't know the Word of God, they don't know how to live their life. They don't have a clue. To follow the duck wherever it goes. Lead duck, I'll follow it. If it's right or wrong. Now, Paul here in Ephesians, in writing to the Ephesian church, which is a church nestled in a, a commercial community, not really a community, it was a metropolis, at least would have been classified at the time as a metropolis. It was a trade center, Ephesus. And there's a lot of things going on in Ephesus. We might compare it maybe like New York City, at least in this point in history. Anybody see anything about New York City lately? I'm not knocking New York City. I'm talking about, have you seen what's going on? It's not the only place. Other places. When we think of metropolis, we think of a lot of people, right? A lot of people doing a lot of things. Some of them not so good. So was the case right here. Uh, in this region of the world where Paul was writing to this church, there were a lot of uh, sinful activities taking place. Some of it extreme. To the extreme of extremes. I think we can compare. Now, this doesn't really list any particular graphic illustrations of that. But I think we can compare. Yeah, we see some pretty, pretty intense things now too, don't we? Sure. You, you can't you can't go through a day without, in some level or some degree, seeing the evidence that I'm talking about and trying to bring tonight. This is just a platform I'm laying here, right? Sure. Uh, now, worse than that, some of you here, there's two of them right there, 
Some of them are gone over, have small children you're trying to raise in the middle of this junk. <coughs> you're only going to raise them effectively if you get this right here going on in your life. Anybody, I'm not just picking on Grace here because she's on two here, but others too as well. There, there's a, sure. Yeah, right there. There's another life with me. Others. Grandkids even. we got grandkids. Uh, but Paul says something here in, uh, in verse 17. It's going to be very familiar. Said this I say therefore and testify in the Lord. He strengthens and supports what he's getting ready to say. Uh, and he does this often because when he says I testify in the Lord, basically the Holy Spirit's driving him to say this. Not driving, but leading him to say what he's getting ready to say. It's not just some hot air shooting off of his lips. This is coming from God. That's what he's saying. What I'm about to say to you is coming from God. And this is what he says. That you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk. In the vanity of their mind. Now how do other Gentiles walk? Let's talk about that. What is Paul talking about? In this day, how are other Gentiles? What is a Gentile? Not a Jew. Not a Jew. In this, yeah, not a Jew, absolutely. In this instance, heathen. Right. Yeah. Heathens. What's a heathen? Simple. Anybody ever call you a little heathen? Yeah. Well, this is a lot worse than just a kid that's not minding. Sure. This was the extreme of extremes. Don't walk as the heathens do. Don't live like they do. Matter of fact, there's strong reference here, do not walk with them either. Why? Well, let's talk. Let's back up. What's a, what's a heathen? What do they do? Lawlessness. Lawlessness. Let's define that a little further. What kind of things do, do to these kind of people? What do they do? They're godless. Godless. Have no concept of God. What's their concept? The other end of the spectrum. Devil things. That's something, too, the church needs to re-identify with is knowledge there is an enemy, there is a Satan, there is a devil, there are demons, there is rank and structure in the demonic realm. It's very active 24-7. It never stops, it never sleeps, it never ceases. It's always working. Working in these people right here Paul's talking about. Do not walk as they do. Let's talk about walk just a little bit. And then we'll get back to a little more identification of heathens. Let's clarify this. Do not walk. It means a lot of things. Now, walk biblically has to do with the living of life, not just taking steps on your two feet. It really encompasses everything that you're about and everything you do. That's a walk. It's not just taking a journey from one point to another one. Well, I guess be back. it's a journey through life. And what you make of that life as you journey along with it. But you don't do it like the heathen do. Now, the heathen have a lot of characteristics. If you can even call them a characteristic. Uh, I would say animalistic. Well, no, I don't want to blame it on the animals, though. Animals got more sense than humans do in a lot of cases. Right now, I am especially seeing that. And I am dead serious. So that tells us something. If these heathen, like was in Paul's day, associated with the heathens of our day, and I, I don't use that term derogatory, I'm trying to use it as evidence because we all know what I'm talking about, I think. Walking, living, and I'm even going to use associating, at least in a relationship kind of situation, don't do it. That's what he's saying. You might not walk just like them, but if you walk close to them, it's going to rub off on you. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why is that the case? What causes that? Yeah. Go ahead. We kind of all got that flesh still inside of us. It's going to be 
just naturally drawn to it anyway. That's right. So Stay if you put a chunk of steel near a magnet, what's going to happen? Exactly. <laughs> Some will say, well, that can never happen to me. Well, I've seen that, I've seen that too many times. I, mm -hmm. I'm going to argue with that. Uh, but the this is a warning. Do not, do not, do not. Kind of contempt. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. Well, I want to do it anyway. No, thou shalt not. Anyway, that's that's the big battle, you know. Uh, but this gets deeper than just violating a, a particular few uh, rules or whatever. This is a state of life that he's talking about. Not walking as a gen. They're in a state of life that is totally contrary and totally opposite of godliness. And they're doing things that's unimaginable. Now, this was a long time ago, again, and I know I've said that several times lately, but I've got to say these things. This was a long time, 2,000 years ago. This was going on. And we're going to elaborate a little further. It's been going on ever since. And it's going on now. Um... Uh, the warning here is, we're going to read a little further. Now, I want to finish up verse 17. The latter part of it says, In the vanity of their mind, and I mentioned that Sunday morning. I'll re reiterate that. In the vanity of their mind. That's futility. That's empty logic. That's no ability to reason any longer. Now you think of the danger of that. If you associate with that or even walk as they do, well, of course, if you walk as they do, you're going to be one of them. So you're going to have the same makeup. But even associating in the sense of, and I know we're all supposed to be trying to be soul winners, and that's not what this is talking about. You can live before people and exhibit holiness and godliness. That has an effect. But as far as desired associations and relationships and this is where many people get tangled up the words explicit about when it says don't yoke up with the, you know unequal partners uh, that works well in marriage it works well in relationships it works well even in as Paul's talking about here uh, I'm gonna stop here in a minute and give you a chance for for uh, comments um, but I want to open this up a little further and back up and talk about Okay, he said, don't walk as the Gentiles do or as the heathens do. What are they doing? Well, they practice a lot of idolatry. Um, they did a lot of idol worship. Uh, they had a lot of false gods. Uh, there, there was a lot of um, there was sacrificial things going on. There was there was all kinds of all kinds of acts immorality. that were anti-God. Uh, yeah, like, like what Lake just said there, immorality. Uh, but yeah, idolatry is what big one. And training up their children in the same. Same, yeah, do the same thing. Yeah. Learn behavior. Uh, this region of the church where Ephesus was at, this region was, it had a uh, tremendous amount of fertility gods. And we're all adults here, and I have to say, uh, sex gods were the idols of the day. Yeah. All kinds of things of that nature. Now, I'm going to bring up something here, and I'm not asking you, and I, I would probably warn against going and actually watching what I'm getting ready to present to you. And I picked this up simply monitoring a reliable news source is where I saw it. I didn't even go watch it. Right. And probably most of you or some of you here even know by now what sure. the Emmy Awards yeah. oh. had a full satanic ritual on the Emmy Awards this past week. You ever think you'd see anything like that? No. I'm not talking about a show. I'm not talking about a little fun. It wouldn't be fun anyway. It's serious. But that's where we're at. And you know what the crowd did? Applauded. Stood up and applauded. One example. That's what the godless do. Now, I have heard it said, and there was a comment mentioned, we had a little discussion in another place I was at this week. Somebody said, well, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They're just controlled by someone other than we are. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, uh, we can talk excuses all day long. Well, I didn't know, or nobody told me that, or uh-uh. There's a... When, when things like this begin to happen, as Paul... This is why Paul was warning, because this is what Paul was seeing. How could he have ever warned anybody if he hadn't been observing what he's talking about? Yeah. I mean, this is the Holy Spirit through Paul. This is not merely Paul talking. This is the Holy Spirit saying, this is what you need to know. Do not walk as the heathen walks. Don't, don't associate with that. Really, biblically, I, I can show you scriptures. Don't even look. Don't even talk about what they're doing in graphic detail. Because what's that do? It, it, in, it could entice, couldn't it? Tempt. Where's temptation come from? What James say? Where's temptation arrive from? Lust. Lust. Every man's lust. Every person's lust. Everybody can be affected. There's not a human being that lived then, that's lived since, that lives now, that cannot be affected and influenced by temptation which arise from the lust within all of us. Be it whatever it is. Stop here for comments or questions. Feel free to insert and ask. We need to... We need to get this, so no questions too done. Anybody? You know, you said they didn't know what they was doing. I read the article where one of the guys that had the microphone said, are you ready to worship? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I he knew what he was doing. Not, but that's what I read. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. And it wasn't worship God, was it? No. No. <coughs> you know, uh, Something I've tried to do all my life is uh, on the, as far as TV goes is to keep up with world events because I like to study prophecy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't watch TV anymore right. because you can't turn it fast enough to world. not get that just that flicker mm-hmm. in your mind mm-hmm. of things that I don't even know how they're getting by with it now. Okay. I really don't. Well, it's, it's wide open. Everybody's involved. It's, it's a heathenistic society. That's why they're getting by with it. Everybody's on board. Not, not everybody, but a huge percentage of the population of our society is on board with this. Mm-hmm. If they weren't, why would the entire, I don't know how many, there were thousands of people that stood up and applauded. Yeah. Well, if you condone this stuff, you see as big a part of it as, or almost as they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's another area we could have some discussion on. Do we condone this stuff? No, we're, what are we supposed to do? Shun it. Right. Resist it. Pray against it. We'll get to that here in a minute. Anybody else? Oh, I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. I didn't know anything about that until right now. I don't really watch TV, and I turned my phone off like three weeks ago. I'm trying to go at least a month. It's tough. But um, the Super Bowl, I don't know who I was going to watch it, but I know there's going to be some heathenistic stuff going on at halftime. Sure. So I, I'm not going to watch it. I've been a sports fan my whole life. I just want to encourage people to think about that. You sure. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned watching, you've mentioned watching, I've mentioned, I think somebody else here, and, and I know I've shared this before, and I ask you the question, see if you remember it. You know how long it takes us uh, an image to lodge in your brain once you see it? Would anybody like to guess? One sixth of a second. Yeah. It's there. And you can't unsee it. Think about full. Just a full display. And we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. And then you try to, you said you, you just, you can't, time you turn your head, you can't get it out of your head. Think about a full display. All that's coming into, sure. even the youngest and most innocent. Oh, yeah. And I'll keep going back to this. They're doing their dead level best to indoctrinate every child in this country that they can. That's right. With ungodly, uh, sinful, wicked, <laughs> evil things. How impressionable is the mind of a child? Mm. Totally. They believe anything. Okay, the heathenistic, it's not character, it's, it's not, it, it's just influence. I'll put it, the heathenistic influence has the ability to do just that. Influence, that's what it's about. They cry harmless, harmless, we're just trying to train. No, they're not. They're trying to indoctrinate them and try to make them the same as they are. It's exactly what it is. And we could go on and on with that. Uh, 
Any, before we move to the next verse, anybody else got anything? Any? Like parents and doctors and, I mean, all over, you know, let a child have the choice when they're eight years old, decide what they want to be, whether they want to be a boy or a girl. I mean, there's people that are ignorant at 30 that don't need to be making those Absolutely. decisions. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, an eight-year-old, yeah. 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 Well, let me say this, and I have to, and you, I don't know, I'm not being political here, party, but the governor of your state stood with the state of the state address, was yesterday, spoke to the legislature of this state and said, I want a bill on my desk, basically as soon as I can get it, to outlaw any kind of surgery that would change a child's sex or hormone therapy, make it against the law. Praise God for that. Amen. Uh, I've talked to Christians that agree with this stuff. Well, Let me back up. Yes. So-called yeah. yeah. Christians. Christ-like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they agree with uh, all-out abortion. People that have a form of godliness but deny the power that There you go. That's it. That's end-time stuff right there. You mentioned it earlier. Sacrifice. Child sacrifice? Yeah. That was a big thing. Yes, it was. Still is. Yes, it is. It really is. 65 million to date in this country. Mm. 65 million babies have been aborted in the United States since Roe versus Wade. You ever think about what they might have could become? Now they're saying that our population's declining instead of growing. That's right. It is. By great volumes. What do you think is going to happen in the future? Because now we, ladies, I'm not talking about you, please understand. Now we have ladies that say we don't need men anymore. Yeah. Right. I'm not, stu- I'm not stupid enough. To- <laughs> it takes two to have children. Mm-hmm. That's more problems. Then we got those that identify one day what they are and identify another day what they're going to be then. And man, if you can keep up with all that. You know what's been turned loose here? Mm-hmm. The devil. Exactly. The full deluge of the devil, mm-hmm. of satanic, everything you can imagine. So it was in this day. Yeah. But again, I think today, and I'll go, I said a while back, uh, because our population is greater, of course, but I think I'll add to that and say, no, it's just greater degree now. You know why? Because it's end times. Yeah, he knows his yeah. time's coming up. Yeah, he's going to do everything. He's going to throw everything in the bucket he can possibly throw in in the latter days. Because he's he's not stupid either. He can read signs. Satan don't know the future. Only God knows the future, but he can read signs. Yeah, yeah. And his attack is on the church right now. By the way, That's right. well, it always has been, but it's it's really full throttle right now. Because if he can weaken the only instrument on earth that's Resisting and holding back the powers of darkness, believe you me, he's going to do it. That's right. And this is the way he does it. Run with the heathen, act like the heathen, do what the heathen does, and then you become one of them. Then you have no spiritual power anymore. Right. All you are a bunch of nonsense going around doing things that are crazy, stupid, sinful, wicked, ungodly, and everything else you can imagine. Anybody else? I want to expound just a little further on the latter part of verse 1 before we move on. And I want to, a little more on the vanity of the mind. I want you to think about that. Take your own mind. And just think about it being emptied of any aspect of godliness whatsoever. What's that leave open? For the only thing. If it's empty of godliness, then there's got to be something. So what do you think that's going to be? Influence of ungodliness. Always takes advantage where there's a vacancy. Remember the scripture, I think it was uh, Jesus. Yeah, it was Jesus speaking. He said, you know, talking about the house, and he said when the when the evil spirit or the unclean spirit gets kicked out or leaves out and then he comes back and he's looking around and he's watching and he says, oh, they got it all ready for me again. What? He don't just go back by himself. What does he do? He brings seven more worse than himself with him and goes back and re-inhabits. That can be in a society. 
That can be you dibble-dabble at your home. You, you dibble with something. You, you meddle with something that's ungodly and, and before long you're going to have more than one. You're going to have a multiplication effect. Then you're going to have all kinds of issues going on. Heathens come in more ways than the visible. Sometimes they're invisible. And we know who they are. Yeah. Okay. Verse 18, having the understanding darkened. I mentioned that again. I know I did the other morning. How many of you remember that if you were here? Nobody remembers that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Lord, help us. Just kidding. What happens when an understanding is darkened? What understanding? That was the, the key component of the message Sunday's understanding. But what happens when that understanding is darkened? What's darkened mean? Hardened heart, yeah. Uh, you know, the understanding is, again, as I said, it's more than mental. It, it has to do with the heart. It has to do with the makeup. You understand by more than your mind. We, as we go through life, we, we begin to understand more. You call it sensitivity. You see something, you're supposed to know oh, that. I don't need to get involved in that. Or, no, I don't need to listen to that. I don't need to see that. I don't need to associate with that. There's a lot of understanding that we develop as we go along through life where we should. Understanding takes us down the road, hopefully in a positive way, but it can work the other way just as well in a negative way. But darkened understanding is an understanding that, that has been affected by the darkness of, of I'll say this, the satanic realm. It, Things are vague as far as God. It becomes more and more vague. Anything to do with God becomes more and more vague and more and more dark. That way, you don't see God's stuff and you just plunge more and more into ungodliness. Because that's where your understanding has become. It's now who you are. You are a darkened understanding. You have no opportunity to gain your any spiritual sense whatsoever, common sense included, who, who said that the other day? Somebody said something about common sense the other day. How important it is? Aside from spiritual sense, common sense is a pretty good guy. Yeah, sure. Oh, it was no, it was uh, Zale. He was up at the the, the uh, what was it called homecoming. the other night? The homecoming. Yeah. And he was an escort, and they were talking. They asked, said, uh, "What's your favorite saying? Is that what it was?" Something like that. And he he said. Uh, uh, Deodorant's like common sense, or common sense is like deodorant. People really need it, never use it. I thought that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and step way out on the end of the limb. There are people that confess to be Christians that do not use common sense whatsoever. Seen any of them? Don't name names. Don't name names. <laughs> but have you seen any? Think about what I'm saying. And that's just common sense. That's not associated with the darkening of the understanding. That's that's just that's free. Take it for free. Throw it back at me if you don't want it. We'll give it to somebody else. Okay. Now listen to this. Go ahead. I was just going to say real quick that that Greek word for understanding there uh, is the ability to deep think having the deep thinking ability in that in that verse there understanding darkened is losing the ability to think deep and I thought that was really good pretty serious yeah you lose your ability mm -hmm. your ability to have deep where, rationale where are most spiritual things at deep absolutely yeah. deep yeah okay, so it's gone there's no no ability there yeah anymore you're just going on plunging on through being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them Catch that word, ignorance? Being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them. Alienated means you're you know, no longer have any association with. From the life of God. Well, I want life in God, life of God, right? Amen. I hope we do. And more so, 
More life in God? Jesus said He came to give life and life what? More abundantly? Life of God associated here? But in this case, completely alienated from it. Don't even have an opportunity anymore to be associated with. Can you, can you really think about, I know it's hard, can you really even try to make yourself think about being alienated from a life in God and Jesus Christ? No. Can you imagine how terrible it might be? But at the same time, it's terrible, but you don't even have a concept that it's terrible. Right. You're just plowing on uh -huh. through because you have no understanding whatsoever of anything spiritual. All you're headed for is hell and all of its destructions, and you don't care. You don't know that you don't know. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now that's a serious situation. Scary. Yeah. But that's where a lot of people are at right now. Ooh, that gives me shivers. Right now. And there's a whole bunch of people like that walking around right now. There are. There are. They, they got no. They got nothing in their eyes. Nothing. Just it's it, it, this. This is a. Uh, a state of living again. This is what this is how they're living. Yeah. Go ahead. And there's a pride and arrogance that goes with it too. Like there is. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. fine. Yeah, Y'all are the ones good. wrong. Y'all yeah. yeah, the yeah, ones you're... missing out on the party, man. Yeah. yeah. You, you Jesus freaks. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You Christians, it's all y'all's fault. Yeah. Well, exactly. And hate comes along with it in the extreme. Hate comes with it in spite from their end. Right. Yeah. Ain't that something? Yeah. Their only help, they hate. Now, who set that one up? Yeah. We know, don't we? Yeah. I was just going to say the real scary thing is that there's people living like that that claim to be Christians. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, many call few chosen. Straight as a gate, narrow the way. Broadest path leads to destruction. You better believe it. Absolutely. Yeah. See, and another ingredient here, and where this all started. And, and this is kind of included in Paul's address, is this starts by being deceived. That's right. It starts by being, a deception is a seed. If the enemy can sow deception into the into the, the, the into the soil of a life or whatever, society, whatever, then that opens the door for him, then everything else begins to sprout and grow that comes along with it. And there's no end to it then. The door's flung wide open, and we're seeing that today. I have no doubt whatsoever we are not seeing the prophesied elements of the end time that Paul's talking about, that Peter talked about over in his writings, that the ancient prophets talked about, that uh, Paul spoke to Timothy about in, in 1 Timothy. Matter of fact, there's something according mentioned in that particular uh, chapter 4, verse 2, I think, of 1 Timothy along the same lines. <clears throat> I think in a way it's kind of like, let me say it this way, Paul is saying, the Holy Spirit through Paul is saying something here like ostrich get your head out of the sand. Yeah. You can't see anything with your head stuck in what's going on. You've got to get out and spiritually observe and stay away from what I'm telling you to stay away from here. Don't be involved, don't walk like they do, don't live like they do, don't associate with those who do these horrific, ungodly, wicked, evil things. And I know it sounds like we're being, uh, you know, the first thing they'll say is phobic. Yeah. How many phobics is there now? A lot. I lost count. Jimmy phobic? No. Name it. If you want to name a phobia, just name it. It's, it's, it'll stick. And I'm, I'm not even trying to be humorous tonight. I mean, look, see, that's how crazy it's got. Craziness comes along with Demonium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That spiritual. <laughs> you, I think you're with me, right? Yes. And I've heard this statement, and this is something really serious, and I've heard this multiple times. Well, let them do what they want to. It don't hurt me any. Mm. Good. How many of you got kids again? Yeah. The more this stuff grows, the more the influence. Comment. Man, clock is moving. That, that is how we got to where we are, is that attitude. We have arrived. 
of it, it doesn't affect me, so I don't need to stand by and watch it happen. And just and, let it go; it'll be all right. It does. It's Ignore a, it and it'll go yeah. away. No, it won't. It just grows. No. That's good. That's good. Okay. Having or being alienated from life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Well, sure, their heart's blind now. They can't help but be. When you involve yourself in all kinds of wickedness and evil, your heart's going to be totally blinded to anything to do with God. And I know this keeps being said. Paul keeps saying it, but he says it in different ways here. The same thing's happening. He's just addressing it in a few different terms. It's the same process at an ever-increasing degree. See that? Starts with a little bit, then it moves to more, then it's a whole lot, and then it's out of control. Would anybody agree with me that it's out of control now? Uh, I'm going to say this again, and I, I have no fear in saying it. I'd then cart me off if they want to, but when your government condones, funds, produces, and, and assists all this, then you can pretty much say you're in a wicked society. That's right. Uh, heathenistic society. Now, I want you to look at the first part of verse 19. Now, this, this sort of scared the socks off of you. Who being past feeling. I want you to think about it. Past feeling. What's feeling? We all feel. Do you ever have you ever been somewhere and you just feel it? Ooh. You know, you feel that ickiness that you Yeah, I know you have. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. They don't have any sensitivity to anything anymore. Evil's just, hey, that's part of the program, man. Let's indulge more. Let's do more vile stuff. Let's just bog in. No feeling. No conscience. Past feeling. You don't feel anymore. You just go and do. Go and do what? Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Surrender. The extreme of the extremes. Brother Tanner sent me a video artist. Do I have to relate that? Sure. One of our major cities, it's actually it's a city, it's the foundation where the Liberty Bell rests. Philadelphia. The video of the streets downtown. Just pathetic. People in stupors wandering around. Don't even know where they're at. Everything going on on the sidewalks. Just looks like a, a, a faraway planet somewhere. That's a major city in the United States. You know what caused all that? Right here. Right here. And that's just one example. People in New York City are afraid to walk down the sidewalks at night. And a lot of other places. See where evil is, crime's out of control. And we see crime out of control. I can tell you, since I was sheriff here, done 20 years stint, since I uh, retired from the office of sheriff, there's been more violence. There's things unbelievable that's taken place around us that you can even begin to imagine. Evil has arrived, and evil arrives in the form of people. I'm sorry, it just does. Satan's always used human agents to fulfill his purposes. <clears throat> and that's exactly what Paul's referring to here. You're not just not associating with spirits, it's people he's talking about that carry about the agenda of the demonic realm. And it's sad because we want to see people saved, don't we? We want to see people go to heaven, but hey, there's always this element amongst us. Don't walk like them. Don't walk with them. Don't, don't walk according to them. Let's keep going here. Who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness. Catch that? That means basically anything goes. Kind of like you got a license to do it all now. License to sin. License to be wicked. License to do evil things. To work all uncleanness with greediness. Now couple that together. Yeah. Uncleanness with greediness. What's that about? Well, there's a burning desire in you to be unclean and be more unclean and more unclean yeah. and drag others in with you to be unclean with you. Yeah. 
Back to the kid thing. Back to the little toddlers in kindergarten. And we just can't stand it that they might be going to be a product that's positive to society, so we got to change them. We've got to make them like us. I'm getting trouble some places. You know what? That's the problem. People are afraid, afraid, afraid of standing up against yeah. this stuff. Any comments? We're going to wrap it up here in just a few minutes. Questions, comments? Be open and I want I don't want you leaving here without understanding this this is serious stuff. That's what we're called to do, Pastor. To stand up against it. Yes. You know, again, I'll say it, we're in a war. The battle's over. Mm -hmm. We're in a war. It's not classified as battle anymore. It's war. Mm -hmm. And it's war against hell. That's what it is. The unleashing of the dogs of hell is what we are in war with right now. Every one of us. If you are a Christian and you are a Bible-believing, Jesus-loving, blood-bought child of the King, you are in a full-fledged, all-out war. If you think anything less, you are wrong. That's right. That's what's going on. Go ahead. What is sad to me, and I mean sad in a very literal sense, not generalized at all, is understanding the history of our country and where we came from, the Puritans, and what it was established sure. and watch the devolving of our country mm. with the state that it is now in a rapid amount of time uh, it's, okay. it's sad. It's, it makes me sad mm. yeah it should sadden all of us uh, you can't convince me otherwise the United States was set on this world to be a lighthouse of the gospel global mm -hmm. Amen. why do you think the attack of Satan's on yeah. stop the missionary work stop the evangelism Stop the going to foreign countries. You know, the United States is the biggest aid global far beyond, far beyond any other country that exists on this globe, far beyond it in evangelistic work. Yep. Reaching people for Christianity. So, of course we're the target. But look how we're being targeted. You know, Paul didn't say it this way, but he could say, I've, I've, I've waited around this cesspool. And that's what it is, and that's what it is now cesspool of sin and it's all around us mm -hmm. and uh, parents guide, guide your children with all utmost wisdom that you can gain from the word of God grandparents same thing anybody you don't have to be help these youngsters teach them what's right encourage them along because they've got a road ahead of them if, if the Lord tarries and doesn't come back for a while uh, it's a it's going to be a, quite, quite a deal uh, finishing up the Lord said it Notice the word to work. To work all uncleanness with great to work. There's energy in that. Mm -hmm. Effort. Yeah. It's a never-ending drive to do more that I can do, you know, to you know, it's it's uh you'll you're hearing you, you know the, the the sensations of sin is what uh there's never an end to that. And that that's what the flesh really is looking for is sensations. And evil or sinful activity produces sensations. I've heard people say involved in sinful activity say that they wanted to come as close as they could to get caught because it gave them a different high. That's what it does. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? Verse 20. But you have not so learned Christ. I won't stop right there. Yeah, that's a good that's a good spot. You have not so learned Christ. Because there is an extreme difference. Uh, any closing remarks or comments, questions? We're gonna wrap it up here. Sometimes I have more content, but I'm I told Go ahead. This message tonight is really just kind of confirmation for what was revealed to me this morning on my way to work. I was just meddling in and just a lot of uh, thoughts on being attacked from certain things and, and getting hit with fiery darts and stuff. And I was thinking about the battle process 
and the Lord prompted me, you know, with, with some word that was hidden in my heart for this very situation. And Jesus was the perfect example when he was led into the wilderness. We just got to think, what did he battle Satan with? The word. The word yep. of God. Amen. Exactly. It's our tool. It's all his response was. He used was. it. He mm. played from him. Work. I want to share with you one final example. I talked to my daughter up in Oregon last night on the phone. She was sharing with me. They live in Vail, Oregon. Ontario is a larger city of about 30, 35,000 people, I think. Kind of like Ardmore. And uh, a lady there took her uh, daughter shopping at the local Walmart. Uh, 11-year-old daughter. And... The lady was shopping and the daughter said, I, I need to go to the restroom. Well, she said, okay, go ahead and come back in a little bit. And she said, 15, 20 minutes goes by and says, no side of her. So obviously she gets concerned Well, she goes to check on her. When she gets to the door, out comes a man dragging her daughter, who's in a limp state, and she thinks she's dead, dragging her out, and she starts attacking him to regain her daughter and he just takes off with the daughter towards the front door gets to the front door and she's screaming at the top of her lungs for help you know how many people are helping zero, zero. she finally engages him herself and rips her daughter he has injected her with a neutralizing substance in order to kidnap her and we know what was going to happen oh, yeah. I can tell you what said there's a white van parked outside the door with the doors open. He's getting ready to put her in that van. It's the last time Mama's going to ever see her. Oh, yeah. But fortunately, she had the Mama instinct and was not going to let go. I'm, gonna I'm telling you that for a reason. Guard your kids with swivels on your heads. Amen. The same thing happened at Ardmore twice within the last year. They were unsuccessful, but it happened. And I'll tell you this, this is from me. If you get an opportunity, something like this happening, you pick up something and you do your best to take their head off of their shoulders. That is not. We have a right to self-defense and we have a right to help other people. Can you imagine where that child was headed? Yep, exactly. That is the has become the number one crime in the United States mm -hmm. is human trafficking. Mm -hmm. A girl of that age sells for about 10,000 bucks. Mm -hmm. That's pretty lucrative. But it's all evil. It's evil based, it's wicked based, it's satanic, it's demonic, it's from the pits of hell. Mm -hmm. Now that's just another example. That's, I'm going to say it again. Watch your children all times. Do not let them go to a restroom or any other place by themselves. They will be gone before you can blink your eye. Would you stand? It's time to engage. That's right. Let me add this. And I know there's not a lot here tonight, but... Families, get a plan. Get a plan. Husband, wife, get, get a plan. Get together. Join up. This is our plan. This is what we're going to do. Make it get closer to God, first of all. That's our only refuge. We're not going to get out of this world alive, but we can get out of this world headed toward the right place. Amen.